Welcome to McDonald's. What can I get you today? Hi, she'll have the quarter pounder with cheese, extra mustard, no pickles, and I'll have a 10-piece chicken McNuggets. And, and two sides, sides of ranch, please. The we've done this before meal. Get it at McDonald's when you get two of your faves for just six bucks. Limited time only. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another First Run Bald Movies. It's been just a minute it feels like jim since mm-hmm. we've done one of these uh tonight we saw chapter two of it we never actually got around to reviewing it prime i don't think i thought you and cecily did either for the spooktacular or for <sighs> i thought so too but we tried to find it last night and couldn't maybe just, <laughs> okay. maybe we just talked about it on a lunch or something i know but, you guys saw it but i know you hadn't seen it until just this week last right night. yeah um so you were probably a lot more up on what was going on coming into this movie mm-hmm. uh just real quick what did you think of the first one Chapter one, uh, did you like it? Yeah, I really like the first one. I didn't think it was scary, but I'm not sure it's supposed to be. Uh, more, more like psychological horror than than really scary horror. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I thought the, and of course, I'm a bit tender of heart on horror than you are, but I thought the first half of that film was scary. The second half, like once the kids like banded together and started defeating it, like mm, it rapidly yeah. lost its tension. But it's. You know, I, I thought it was an effective film, uh, and now this one comes out, and it's essentially 27 years later, it has come back, and the adults now once again stand together to to beat this uh, cosmic horror back. Um, Jim, what did you think of It Chapter 2? Well, it's not 27 years later for me. It's one night later. It's <laughs> about 27 hours later. Uh-huh. Uh, and I feel like I watched the same movie twice. <laughs> I don't think It Chapter 2... Did enough different to warrant its existence. Uh, look, I know this is the second half of a, a truly monstrous, enormous book by Stephen King, 1,100 plus pages. Uh, I felt like it was overly long, too many flashbacks. There was some good comedy. The casting is impeccable. Yeah. Uh, and, and they really went all out on the, the CGI budget, but I don't know that it really did them many favors. I thought it was okay. Not not good or great. Um, I I hear what you're saying because that's one of my complaints is like, boy, they just beat for beat played all the it coming back to challenge the kids, um, mm-hmm. which is kind of and, and and the the intro like you know Mike calling all of the people and getting them back together to happen like that felt like extremely rushed. Like they're just shoving a lot of information about these adult yes. people's lives and trying to like you know, probably fit three chapters of a book in three minutes of screen time. And I felt mm-hmm. that kind of wheezed. Uh, and I'm like, okay. But then we got to the end, the climax, and I started being reinvested. And then I, we'll talk about it, I'm sure, in a spoiler section. But my big problem, other than this feeling like it treaded a lot of the same ground as the first one, is I felt like half of the scary scenes were filmed, were, were farmed out to Tim Burton circa Beetlejuice. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, it really cut the tension, and some of this was true of the first one. There was one or two, think, goofy scenes, but, like, half of the supposed scares were getting audible guffaws from (laughs) the audience, and it, I mean, some of that, like, when I say Tim Burton, I'm not making it up. I mean, some of those It monsters, I think one of them actually was Large Marge from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. (laughs) Might have been. And I think one of them was a worm creature that uh, Beetlejuice tried to scare off uh, the living from the house in Beetlejuice. It's just like, who? How how do you not send that back to the drawing board when you see the CGI come out, man? Yeah, it's troublesome because it's supposed to be like these kids and now adults' worst fears, right? Mm -hmm. Um, 
and it gets that they're playing around with sort of their worst fears being actually a little bit uh, a little bit tamer and more mundane than they should have really considered them as kids mm-hmm. um but but also i need to be scared i need to feel their fear yeah and none of it in there scared me i i guess maybe i'm jaded i haven't seen a i haven't seen a movie that scared me since the witch yeah what was that three years ago five years ago Probably, i don't even yeah. know mm-hmm. uh but yeah i it wasn't it wasn't making me scared and so i didn't really feel the kids fear or the adults fear either yeah and also i just i didn't think this movie had it to kill anybody um and mm. so like th- even in parts yeah. where i probably should have felt otherwise i was just thinking well they're just gonna fix it i mean they beat this <laughs> they did this as 14 year olds right okay they right. have 27 years more of experience mm-hmm. and confidence and and i get it like there's some i mean there's a lot of things i think that work on a metaphorical level and there is mm-hmm. some things i think that were interesting they say about friendship and like you know the bonds of community and, and bullying and like shit that you just think is important as a kid yeah and it turns out it doesn't it doesn't shape you as much as you think it should right that and i kept on like that's the thing like i was in anytime there wasn't something scary going on i found myself getting engaged <laughs> because the story uh-huh. of just these characters interacting and rediscovering each other i thought was fascinating yeah good characterization the acting incredible yeah but uh there's just a couple things i thought were silly and um I don't know. I mean, this plot seems like also just nonsense, but I'm prepared to accept kind of a nonsense plot from a Stephen King novel because most mm-hmm. of the stuff that happens in a good Stephen King are not like literally true. They're very, you know, archetypal and, right. um, you know, cosmic fantastic. is a word I've heard thrown yeah. around. Yeah. I, and I, I almost wonder if they stuck to the book a little too close because I was familiar with some of the weird shit going in because, like, after I saw the first one, I went and I, I didn't read the book, but I poured through all of like the fan theories and like uh, stuff about the dead oh, lights and this cosmic turtle shit. Dude, the Stephen King averse goes e- no, deep. right? Way yeah, deep. <laughs> and you know me and Lore. I, oh, I, I, I found that Stephen King wiki, and I'm like, <laughs> um, but it's it's kind of it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird uh, when when he's explaining how they're all going to stand around this leather sock. Uh huh. And chant the it's it's like really uh, yeah I don't know that I really got any of that other than in like a uh, you know the craft sort of sense right like oh there are words they can say or there are things they can do that will protect them or or fight this demon but I felt like it's it's one of those weird things where it's like this isn't like Star Wars where someone can say hand me the hydro spanner and you're like okay fine whatever and it's also not a movie that. Uh, so they they treat it like it's a Star Wars or Star Trek where they're just talking you're just throwing out words like uh, fucking uh, ritual of chud mm-hmm. like it means something and I'm like well what the fuck but they don't actually break down the mechanics very well of how it actually works so it's like I kind of mm-hmm. wish I, I hate saying this and, and maybe the novel purists will hate it too but like I feel like they could have smoothed some of that out. Yeah, like maybe uh, I think they would have been a lot better served without so many flashbacks. And I right. might be saying that because I saw the first one about twenty-seven hours ago. No, it's flashbackception a lot of times. <laughs> Holy in this show. shit! Yeah. There are flashbacks every forty-five seconds in yeah. parts of this movie. Yeah, 
Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about non-spoiler? Like, again, the cast is amazing. They nailed those kids. Like, I even even Ben, yeah. who, like, well, you, you think trying to slim him down would change his appearance nope. entirely, but it's, That's it's all in ben. the eyes. It's all in the nose. Like, Stanley? They nailed it. Holy shit. The kids, the, the <laughs> yeah. guy, like, uh, I, they they nailed these kids. Like, And uh, the fact that you can get two huge stars, like Wolf, uh, Finn Wolfhard, yeah. uh, hard, hard, Finn, hard Finn Wolf, yeah. and Bill Hader. That Which, again, so inspired much to casting. Right. Yeah. It's Bill incredible. Hader, goddamn, he's good. Yeah, he's having a good run. Uh, yeah, between Barry and this, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm buying Hader stock. Give me it all. I'm, I'm buying, going long, <laughs> buying long on Hader. Uh, anything else? Oh, uh, the, I guess we should say it for a spoiler section. It, it's funny in places too. Like yeah. I, I found myself laughing, and you know, it's not just Bill Hader who brings the comedy, even though he plays. Trashmouth, who was comedy relief, yeah. uh, in the first one, maybe some slightly inappropriate. Like, if do you want the horror, or the comedy, uh-huh. the one is taking from the other. Sometimes the tension shouldn't be bled. <laughs> There's a couple times where I'm like, oh, they're going for a joke here. Huh? Well, all right, yeah. Uh, okay. Anything else we want to talk about, or should we get to our tra- some trailer talk? Let's talk about the trailers. Okay, uh, I saw for the first time a trailer for Terminator: Dark Fate. For the first time? Yeah. Like, I've seen a teaser trailer, but this You've is like You've never seen f- them walk up to the cabin and Arnold Schwarzenegger opens the door? No, I haven't seen that one. What? Yeah. I've seen it like 18 times. Well, okay. good for you. Um, <laughs> I saw Linda Hamilton doing the I'll Be Back, the classic I'll uh-huh. Be Back. She's stealing Arnold's lines. Uh, yeah. I saw Promise to Kill Arnold. There's, I, I mean, the trailer made no fucking sense, which I love because I have no, I still have no idea what's going to happen other than mm-hmm. old ass... Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger come up and kick a lot of ass. And Mackenzie Davis. I'm, ass. I, I love Mackenzie Davis. After Halt and Catch Fire, she's incredible. And oh, the yeah, Martian, she's the and like, new good Terminator, I think, uh-huh. or human, augmented human. Yeah, well, she's definitely playing some kind of bot. Like, the way she takes that rebar to the arm. Bot or cyborg, though, I mean. I mean, I I use them interchangeably because yeah, I hate robots. fucking robust. But, yeah. Uh yeah no I'm I I I can't imagine not seeing that when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you see a trailer for Christopher Nolan's Mysterious Tenet? No, I haven't even heard of this. It stars John David Washington, which of course is uh, Denzel Washington's son. Okay, uh, he was like a breakout star out of Ballers of all things. Um, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay mm-hmm. yeah um and. I have no this this reminds me of like seeing a a trailer for Inception or Matrix like it looks cool and it looks action packed but fuck me if I know if I could tell anybody <laughs> what I just saw huh uh, but not in kind of like the fantastic way that like those two movies are it's just just very oh, really? lots of action and lots of serious people doing serious things but I, I really don't know what what the plot is um hmm. too bad you didn't see it yeah. I saw the new Joker trailer on the big I did screen too. Yeah. uh a couple of things I learned from this: uh, Zazie Beats is uh, co-starring it. Hmm. She is uh, one of the breakout stars out of uh, um, Atlanta, and of course, she hmm. was Domino in last year's uh, Deadpool. Or was it this year? Oh yeah, yeah. Deadpool two was it this? Was that this year? Jesus I, Christ, that, Jim, was that this year? It sounds like this year. Yeah, I'm gonna say February this year. That sounds like a guess. Yeah, but kind of like <laughs> a proto Harley Quinn to the Joker's Joker. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you think? I'm excited. 
I think Joaquin Phoenix is going to nail the Joker. The, the reputation, have you seen any of the like early reviews, critical reviews? I think they screened this at like a film festival or something. I have. They're, they're saying it's, you either absolutely love this movie or you kind of just hate it. Oh, I've seen mostly just the love. Like people, it's just the like, majority, like, and they're yeah. talking about like this is some kind of like dangerous film. Uh-huh. Like it's it's uh, some some kind of... I'd believe it with Joaquin, man. Societal uh, pressure cooker. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm very very curious to see that he that. picks his projects well. Yeah, that's coming down the pike too. I think that's on the bald. I think that's on the bald. Yeah, yeah ten four Joker. That's mm-hmm. going to be a day one cover. Uh, another Doctor King adjacent property, Doctor Sleep. Mm-hmm. Did you know about this? A little Doc- flashback heavy. Yeah, he, he, he when we got it's got stars Obi Wan Kenobi, Ewan McGregor. Uh-huh. Um, this is. Danny, Danny Torrance, yeah, from The Shining, all grown up, and he's still got The Shining, and he's dealing with it. I read, I started reading a little bit of his book on Kindle um, a year huh. or two ago, and then I can't remember why I stopped because I I, I read uh, The Shining uh, in book form after we did, I think, the bald movie re- review of it, and I just felt like I thought that was just a great book, and I found that the, the Doctor Sleep, Sleep is a direct sequel. Started reading, I don't know, I, I feel like I, I got bored with my own story halfway through it. <laughs> Uh, how excited are you for this movie? I don't really know anything about it. I think it it takes place around like Danny's struggles with alcoholism, sure. and it kind of it looks like he's revisiting the places he's been before. And I don't know if that's a sort of uh, mental or spiritual revisiting, or if that's a literal physical re- revisiting. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. I don't, I'm interested. I'm what definitely you- in. What did you think of what I felt like was an intentional aping of Kubrick's style and sound? Like, there's just mm-hmm. a couple of uh, th- those those deep kind of bassy sounds. Yeah, I, half the trailer was shots from the original Shining. Oh, so. was it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's maybe they just actually used music and shots, and that's why I thought they might have. Yeah, because uh, I'm like, man, trying to do Kubrick, like even fucking Spielberg struggled with that. Uh-huh. Trying to Kubrick a Kubrick film when you're not Kubrick. I say the original Shining. I'm pretty sure the Stephen King Shining came out before the Kubrick Shining. Did it? In the miniseries? No. I think it I came want, out like yeah, a decade later. I, I could be wrong about that. I've uh, never seen the the Stephen King version. Mm, so. uh, me either. I've heard it's terrible and different. <laughs> different like, it, like it fixes some of the problems of the original Shining, but uh-huh. does everything else terribly. Nice. Um then so yeah doctor sleep i'm kind of except i it, it's it might be a day one coverage you have to see what comes out and and all that uh underwater that's a trailer you saw i did not yeah it seems like it's the abyss with starring Kristen stewart and uh okay. a, a vampire girl okay twilight twilight girl oh see uh, when you were telling me about this i thought you the pitch was this is an underwater movie with vampires i'm like is this like an underworld <laughs> yeah, it's, it's now underwater, underwater. No, it's it's the abyss. It's underworld. And it's starring Kristen Stewart. Fifty years from now, in uh-huh. the climate apocalypse. It's Waterworld. Only vampires. the vampires survived. Uh, and T.J. Miller is in it. I don't really care for T.J. Miller. Is this uh, just a? This, is this like a capitalization on all this forty-seven meters below, or like because it seems like shark, shark scary movies are back in vogue. I mean, it really feels like the abyss. Like they get in their suits and they have to walk out. Oh. Of their of their base that's like seven miles below the surface, uh-huh. and it feels a lot like an abyss. And there are monsters down there. Really? Okay. Yeah. The so. it sounds kind of schlocky. I hear Christian Stewart. Be. I hear T.J. Mm-hmm. Miller. I'm thinking maybe like a direct-to-video deep 
no, deep, deep blue sea. I don't think so. No? I think it's better than that. Okay. I don't, I don't think... Samuel L. Jackson in it. I don't it. think Ice Cube is going to get eaten by a, <laughs> a giant jumping shark, but you never know. First was LL Cool J, and I think he was actually, <laughs> against all odds, black man surviving a horror film. Oh, Are we shit. not ready? I think he actually made it to the... He went to distance. What, was it Sam Jackson that got eaten? J- Sam Jackson okay. did memorably get eaten, yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for refreshing my memory. Uh, no, I, I think it looks, it looks okay. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Kristen Stewart has very short hair. Mm. Looking, looking a little like uh, yeah, Ridley. Yeah, I've seen her. I've seen her with the kind of the pixie cut the last few times. Uh-huh. She was on Saturday Night Live, rocking that. A while yeah, back. it must have been for the movie, or she just did it because she wanted to. Yeah. Uh, I saw a trailer for a movie called Knives Out. Knives Out. Yeah, which stars like a whole bunch of people: Captain America. Um, shit, I can't think of anybody else. Captain America's in it. <laughs> sure. Uh, it looks like a it's a murder mystery kind of thing. Mm. Um, like a whodunit. Mm. sort of thing and i don't know it looked like fun all right chris evans getting some work uh-huh Go get yeah it. he needs it god he needs <laughs> right. it what was, what was he gonna do yeah he's really under underexposed these last few years right and then i saw the terminator trailer i saw ford versus ferrari again yeah that's, and that's gonna be good dr sleep that's that's about it there, there was a weird suicide squad teaser like tie-in teaser oh shit i forgot to write that down yeah at the beginning of this movie yeah it's just like a 30 second harley quinn saying i'm done with clowns and uh-huh. uh, it's birds of prey popping which, some balloons which and... that's kind of like a, a lady supervillain team up i think oh is it okay yeah or maybe it's uh harley quinn tries to go good with batgirl hmm. um i don't know anything about that i know it's it's i know uh, so I, I that could be good i liked uh well i gotta see joker to, to prove yeah. that DC can do anything before I see That's whatever true. this is. That's true. A lot a lot riding on this Joker film. Yeah. Um, okay. Speaking of that, uh, here is what's coming down the pike uh, for Bald Move this month. 920, the week of. Uh, we are going to see some combination of Ad Astra, Rambo Last Blood, and fucking Downton motherfucking Abby, <laughs> the movie. Yes. <laughs> yes. Cecily and I will be watching that, and we will get a review out within a week of it dropping. That's all I can promise, but it will happen. And then October 4th, we have the Joker. Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll see what we go, because uh, we'll see how the rest of October shakes shakes up. But that's that's where we stop here, unless you're a club member, in which come on into the spoiler section. If you're not a club member, uh, it's easy to join club.baldmove.com where you get full spoiler edition reviews of all of our first run movies, as well as many other fine features. Check it all out at club.baldmove.com and subscribe today.